Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Selling Greenville. I am your host, as always, Stan McCune, realtor here in the upstate of South Carolina. And just a reminder, as always, you can find all of my contact information in the show notes. And if you will give us a rating or a review, or if you're not subscribed, please go ahead and subscribe or download. All of those things would be much appreciated. Helps me to keep the show going, to getting the types of numbers that I need in order for it to be worthwhile. And I know I've got a lot of devoted listeners. We want to keep this thing going. So please give me a rating or review. It will only take you a few seconds on whatever platform that you're using. Uh, we're on Audioboom, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Play, all of those uh, different platforms. Please go ahead and give us a rating or review and make sure that you're subscribed. All right, today we are going to be talking about flexible spaces or undefined spaces in your house and how to handle them. Should you take a flexible space and limit the flexibility of the space or should you keep it maximally flexible? Um, what To say it another way, what function does a space need or does a space need function or should it stay as flexible as possible. And really, at the end of the day, it depends on the space. And so this is what we're going to be talking about today. And so I'm going to be going through several different examples, several things that I've dealt with, and uh, we can discuss what exactly determines whether a space needs more function, needs more defined function versus needing to stay flexible. Let's start with this example. Let's say that you have an unfinished room in your house that you've used for storage. Would you increase the value of your house more by finishing it and adding it to your finished square feet in the house, or would it be better just to let the buyer decide what to do with it? All right, that's a question. Another example would be, let's say that you're updating your house and you have multiple rooms that could be used in different ways. Should you leave them open for interpretation or do something to more clearly define what those rooms should be used for? Now, I pose those as open-ended questions because it really depends on each situation. There's a context that matters. And oftentimes when I have a seller client that is asking me these types of questions, I, I always tell them, listen, I really have to come and look at it. And I have to see the whole home. This is not a question that you can answer in a vacuum. It's not like every time it's good to keep a space open or every time it's good to define a space and to give it more function. It really depends on a lot of things. The entire house, um, you have to look at the entire house. What does the entire house have? Is the entire house lacking something that it needs? You want to look at the neighborhood. You don't necessarily want to give a house something that would be really unusual for the neighborhood. Um, sometimes you might, but oftentimes you don't. And so you're looking at all of these questions, and that's the way that you start. And so the first question that I ask ultimately is, does this house, and I already alluded to it, but does this house lack something that a lot of people would expect or want? Um, an easy example would be like a second bathroom, right? Everyone wants a second bathroom. Uh, that way, you know, when your guests come over, they can have their own bathroom. The family can have 
their own bathroom. It just makes things easier. Or perhaps you have a master bathroom and you just need another one for the guests and for the, you know, for the children and whatnot. Um, so let's say that you have an unfinished part of your house that uh, is in a spot that's logical for a bathroom and you need a second bathroom or, or you don't have a second bathroom, I should say. Yeah, absolutely. Right now, you're currently using that unfinished space for just storage or whatever the case may be. You would add so much more value to your house by converting that storage into a second bathroom. Now, it's going to cost a lot to do that, potentially. Um, but most likely, it depend- It does depend on the market that you're in uh, and what area the house is in and all of that. But most likely, you will add more value to your house than what you'll end up spending in order to add that second bathroom. So defining that unfinished space, defining it and making it a second bathroom adds a lot of value. Whereas just having that as unfinished storage space, mm, um, it's helpful. But usually people can get creative when it comes to storage. And so that's not necessarily uh, option number one when you have a, a bigger problem of not having a second bathroom um another example that would be a little bit of a trickier one would be with a house that hopefully i will be flipping pretty soon and it's a house that's it's unique it's in a a neighborhood that predominantly has garages but this house doesn't the garage was was completed was finished and and converted into um, actual square footage of the house, um, which isn't that uncommon, but in this neighborhood, it is a bit uncommon. It, it was actually done by the original builder. The, they convinced the original builder to actually take the space designated for a garage and turn it into basically like a bonus room or a flex room that is in the spot where the garage would normally be. Now, um, all of that said, we've got that room there, and then we don't have a garage. So then in the back of the house, there is an unfinished room that goes out into the backyard. And so currently that room has been used for like yard storage, you know, the lawnmower and whatnot. Um, And I could keep it that way, or I could go in a different direction altogether and, you know, turn that into an office or maybe another bedroom, whatever the case may be. So I'm looking at these options and I'm thinking, what do people need? We already have three bedrooms. We already have two bathrooms. Um, so we're fine there. We've got that flex bonus room. We've got a laundry room. We've got all, we check off all those boxes. What we don't have, again, to think about uh, what the normal person would need is we don't have any storage for the yard work stuff and there is uh, enough yard that that's important you do need a place to put a lawnmower you you do need a place to put uh your your clippers and you know weed whacker whatever the case may be um and so what i have decided with that space i'm it, it, I, I should mention it's actually partially finished it actually has drywall and it's heated and cooled so it actually could very easily be converted into a room or an office or whatever the case may be, but I'm actually going to keep it partially finished 
and turn it into a storage slash workshop area. So I'm actually going to currently it has like no shelves or anything. My plan is to add shelving, pegboard, um, a little workshop area, desk area, etc., and and make it to where when the person when a person walks in, they will immediately see. Oh, okay, I know exactly what this is for. This is a, a workshop. This is a store. This is where I, I'm going to be able to store some of my stuff. And that's a much better scenario than me leaving, just leaving it unfinished or, or partially finished, um, not putting the shelves. The shelves aren't going to cost me that much. You know, putting some shelves and pegboard and whatnot, that won't cost hardly anything. Um, but it defines the space in the minds of those that, uh, that look at it, in the minds of, of a buyer, of a potential buyer. Versus if I leave it the way it is, you walk in there and you're like, okay, so there's no flooring in here. There is drywall. It's heated and cooled. What is this space? Is this, a, is this an office? Is this a room? What exactly is going on? Um, now I'm defining it and making it much clearer for the seller. And in this case, I think that that will really benefit the house and add value to the house, even though it's not really changing a whole lot. And also, I'm I'm not making such a dramatic change that let's say you get a, a buyer that comes in and they do want to turn that into an office. It'd be very easy for them to do that. I'm just adding a few shelves and whatnot. It's a small room, so you know they could take the shelves down and repaint or whatever the case may be. It wouldn't be that big of a deal. Um, but it will. Uh, for most people, I think that the vast majority of buyers will want that space in order to store their yard equipment, to be able to have a little workshop. I think that'll be a big value add to a lot of people. That house is also an example of the opposite type of choice. So we've got that flex room, bonus room, which is really unusual in there. And it's a really, uh, you know, it could be used for so many different things, right? It could be used as a homeschool room, a man cave a playroom, a, a large guest bedroom, um, uh, all sorts of things. And my thinking on, on this room is currently there's no other room in the house like that. It does have a, a big open living room, but otherwise it just has bedrooms, uh, that workshop, the laundry room, and then you've got that big flex room. Because there aren't any other rooms like that, I want to leave that space flexible. People might choose to, to go a whole lot of different directions with it. As I just indicated, there's a lot of ways you could go with it. And it will be, uh, it, it will serve different uses in the minds of different people. Like I said, a person might come in there and be like, this is the perfect homeschool room. Or this is the perfect man cave. Whatever the case may be. If I go in there and, and stick a you know, uh, a projector and convert that into a theater room. Yeah, that would be sweet. That would be really cool. But it might be unnecessary because they might be like, you know what, at the end of the day, we want just want this to be a kid's playroom. We don't necessarily intend to use this as a theater room or, or they might actually be disappointed. They might think, oh, man, this is a theater room. I was really hoping this could be a, a playroom for the kids. Um, and so you can actually over define a space and in this case, if, if it's a space that is flexible and you don't have a lot of other clearly defined spaces in the room, 
then uh, it's best to leave it flexible. And that kind of brings me to my next point, which is that if a home has multiple flexible spaces in it already, then that's the point at which defining one of those spaces may help. For instance, um, let's say you have a house with a living room, a den, and a bonus room. Uh, that's a lot of common areas, all right? And and these common areas are the ones that tend to need definition of some sort. So you've got basically three main common areas. Most people, at the end of the day, only use two of, of their main common areas um, in terms of, like, entertaining people. You've got your living room, and you might have, like, one other space where you uh, where you entertain. And so what are you going to do with that? third space. Well, defining that third space can be uh, really helpful and really add value. So let's say that, you know, the most logical uh, parts of the house to entertain are the living room and the bonus room, which is right off the living room, right? That's where you're going to spend a lot of time, you know, with your guests, uh, just the way the house is laid out. Why don't you take that den and go ahead and convert that den into a guest suite or convert that den into a quote-unquote man cave. Then what's going to happen is, let's say you have a a seller, uh, let's say you you list your home for sale. Seller comes along. They're going to see the living room and be like, okay, this is great. They're going to go to the bonus room and be like, oh, this is perfect. We've got a bonus room. And then they're going to go down to the den and be like, wow, this, this guest suite, this is exactly what I've been looking for, or, or may, maybe they haven't even been looking for it. Maybe they're just like, uh, you know, they'd see that and they're just like, man, what an added bonus. I mean, I didn't even, we weren't even looking for this, but this is awesome. You know, when you have your parents over or, you know, when we have company over, it's going to be awesome for them to be, to be able to be down here. Or you have it as a man cave and you go down there and it's like, oh man, look at this, you know, sweet wet bar and, and uh, projector and, all these things, um, this is a really awesome room down here that we're really going to love. Whereas if, if it's just an open den and they've already looked at the living room, the bonus room, it's just going to be like, okay, this is a third place to entertain people. And it's not going to be that impressive. So defining the space, because you already have enough flexible spaces in the house, giving one of those flexible spaces more definition, more function, more clearly defined function actually adds value uh, because it does the work for the buyer that their imagination can't do. Because people, when they're looking at a home, their imaginations are going wild. They're thinking about what to do with all these spaces. And if you have a lot of flexible spaces, yeah, their imagination is going wild, which can be a good thing, but oftentimes it's a bad thing because they'll be thinking about too many options, and they might be overwhelmed by that. They might uh, attach a price tag to it that is too high. They might be like, okay, for us to convert this into a man cave, it's going to be $25,000. I have I run into this all the time where I have clients that are like, man, this landscaping is going to be $15,000, and I'm just like, man, what landscaper are you using? Uh, But... Obviously, I have to be careful um, if, if my client already has that idea in their mind. Um, I'm not going to be like, nope, you're totally wrong. Um, you know, what I prefer is if my clients ask me, hey, what do you think that this would cost? And then I'll, I'll give my opinion. But some people, they already have their opinions made up, and that's fine. 
Um, but you have to be uh, you have to be aware of that with your house that having spaces w- that are not clearly defined, if you have a lot of those, then you can run into that situation where uh, the buyer ends up not really knowing what to do with the space and maybe attaching a price tag to converting that space into something that they would want it to, to be, uh, putting a price tag that's just way too high. And in that case, then you're actually taking away value from, from your home in the mind of the buyer. Um, another thing to consider, and this will be our last one, and, and this will be a quicker episode, you can add value to, a defi- to an already defined space by making it more defined. So take a closet, for instance. A closet is a defined space. It has a function. A lot of closets are pretty simple. They just have a pole and you know a shelf above the pole. And so that's already a defined space, right? Um, and you could say, well, you know what? I want to leave that as, as open for whatever you know future buyer wants to do with it. I don't want to, to close it off. You know, it's not a very big closet. I don't want to uh, do a ton to it that might be off-putting. Um, I would actually say that in that case, um, it's actually best to define the closet even more if you can. Go ahead, put in one of those organizational systems. Um, that costs a few hundred bucks, even if it's not the perfect way of using the space, right? You might not know exactly how to to optimize and maximize the space, um, and you know the the organizational system might not be the best, uh, you know, professionally done organizational system. But having that organizational system will help the buyer to, at the end of the day visualize the the closet space and in their mind that will be a major value add it's like oh but you know before is like okay so we can hang hang some clothes and then put some stuff on the on the top shelf okay now they're looking at and they're like oh man we've got all these shelves drawers um multiple different places to hang our clothes uh this is really nice really nice organizational system it's something that most people after they buy a home they don't do and so, uh, because it costs a few hundred bucks, which a lot of people don't have. And so, at the end of the day, if, if they walk into a home that has that, it's going to feel really nice. It's going to feel like an upgrade in a lot of homes. And of course, if you're in a neighborhood where all the other homes have that, you need to, to bring your home up to that level as well. Because that, that's more than just defining a space. That is also upgrading the space. But it's upgrading the space it's making a space le- less flexible and giving it more definition and more function. And that's something that um, you need to be on the lookout for. There are ways to, uh, to add more definition to already defined spaces that can uh, give more value to your house. And at the end of the day, you need a, a good agent to help you work through that. And here's where I'm going to pitch myself because this is something I do for a lot of my clients. I've flipped houses multiple times. I know what I'm looking for. I know what buyers are looking for. Um, and if you're looking to sell a house, or you have questions about this, listen, I'll come and I'll look at your house and give you free advice. Even if you, you're not guaranteed, you're not promising that you're going to use me. I don't ask for commitment up front. I meet with people all the time to give them advice as far as what they should do with their home. 
And then, you know, maybe after they do all the work, they decide, you know, and I like this house now. I, I like this house a lot more than I did uh, a few weeks ago or a few months ago. I'm going to stay here now. And then I end up not getting a listing out of it. That's totally fine. This is the nature of the job. Um, but I'm more than happy to meet with any of you in order to, to give you advice and to help you with that. And hopefully at the end of the day, at some point, um, I will have you as a client either listing a home or buying or both. And then it just works out for all of us, right? But that's the end of our episode for today. If you have any questions, you can always find my contact information in the show notes. I hope you guys have a great week and we'll talk next time.